go. Tanur Rabbanan, or Sheshavat Mvarchim Alav, a light that rested, you can make a Bedacha on. Bishaloshavan, if it didn't rest, ain't Mvarchim Alav. What does that mean? My Shavat, my Lo Shavat. What does that mean? Ilay Malo Shavat, Machmat Melacha, Vapilu Melacha, Dehetera. Is that true? That it has to be, it's a new thing and it wasn't lit? Even for Heter, that's not true. Vatanya or Shalchaya, Bishalcholem Mvarchim Alav. If you lit a candle for a sick person, since it was lit legally, you're allowed to use it for Havdalah. So, that can't be. Means it was not done by Isur. Okay, fine. It wasn't done by Isur. Uh, we're going to consider if a guy lit it, we'll see in a moment, that's called by Isur. It means it wasn't done. Since you can't lie that the guy lied, even though he's technically allowed to. He can lie for himself. Right. Even if he lit for himself, you still can't use that candle that he lit for himself. If it was a lantern in a Jewish home that was lit from the, from the beginning of the day to the end of the day, even though uh, even though it was lit, because no, I was done with it. A goy lit from Yisrael. Yisrael shehidlik mi goy it's Saturday night, Shabbat's over, Shabbat's over, Saturday night, a goy lit from a Jew, so obviously it's a good candle, because it's a Jewish candle, the fact that the goy lit from the Jewish candle is not going to ruin it. And the opposite, Yisrael mi goy, it means the goy had it, so technically it was no good, but now somehow the Jew koshes it, we got to figure out why that happens. But a goy from a goy ain't rachim the guy lights from a guy, you can't. Well, I was going to ask. Why don't you take a candle that one guy lit from the other guy? You want to tell me that? Because the candle was low Shabbat. So the guy took it from the guy, and that original guy is. You couldn't use guy number one, so you can't use guy number two. They got it from guy number one. And Yaki Yisrael me going on the Alo Shabbat. So how come the Jew gets from the guy? It's any better than the guy getting from the guy. It came from the guy, and the guy you can't use. Maybe you'll tell me. The sin went away. That means the sin, sinful flame went away when you light it from the second candle. Now you got a new one. That means we look at the new one as a new light. The one I was going to say, is going to say that's not going to work. For two reasons. First of all, the obvious reason is that uh, the guy from the guy should also be allowed because if the second one is considered new, they put that on the side because they have a better question. Even if you say that's true, then we must have a problem. I take a, a, a flame from Now, if you tell me that a flame keeps burning, and therefore, as it burns, it becomes a new flame. Amai chayav. You have to lift up and put down the same item. So obviously, when you lift up something, move a flame from place to place, even though it continue to burn, it's considered the, the original flame. You got to say that the, that the forbidden flame doesn't disappear. So then how come I'm allowed to do it when I lit from the other person's? 
When I'm making a berachas on the new one, the new one is an additional. So I'm adding to the old one. So that says, Iyakim goimi goinami. Back to the original problem. Goy number two that took from goy number one added to it, definitely. Meaning technically, even a goy's candle 15 minutes later should be okay because there's more new new flame and new juice there than it was. And technically the only problem is lighting from a goy's candle the minute after. But since they were afraid you're going to differentiate between a minute after and then so they played it safe. A goy or a goy from a goy is always a sore unless you either got the Jew from the the Jew from the guy, because then you're not going to confuse it because you got a Jew here, or the guy got it from a Jew again because you have the Jew there. But guy from guy or even original guy, we're afraid of confusion and therefore we made a gazeta. About it's not about ganama. It's about confusion. It's his new flame. It's always a new flame. But the old flame is also. Because it's a Jewish candle. Tanura banan. Goy. That means the first, the first flame, the original flame. No, no, no. There's two things over here. One thing is, in, in the world of Havdalah, if you took a candle that was lit on Shabbat. And you, it's just, Rosh is going to tell you it's a case where you have a, a shard of earthenware that has no value, and you can carry the shard of earthenware, and you smeared it with oil and you lit it, so all you have is that you're carrying is the flame. The flame has value, but the rule is you have to lift up and put down the same item, and when you lift and put down a flame, it's considered the same item. Yes, yes, yes. Next, Tanura Banan. Well, for that matter, in today's world, you sometimes have these these, uh, these daredevils. They spray themselves with something and they, they light themselves, right? You ever see that? Like they're walking on fire. Yeah. So, or you could take your hat and spray it with uh, with uh, oil and you and you light it, right? So, if you want to wear a hat with fire on it, you'd be carrying it. So, it's not wearing it on it anyway. Turn on. You're taking a walk on Saturday night from afar. And you saw a light. You can't make a bracha because we'll assume that you're getting the light from the guy. So when I ask the question, I can make a duke. Because I don't have a rov goy. Right? Then you tell me, in Rovi Yisrael, only if I have a positive Rovi Yisrael. Hamech, Salmech, so it's 50 50. Anybody? So when I says, Bidin, who really, Akil, Mech, Salmech, and Anbare. Haidin, Tana, Resha, Rov, Goyim, Tana, Sefer, Rovi Yisrael. But really, half half is good. Why is half half good? So the, the Ritva says, because you have a double suffix here. First of all, maybe it came from a Jew. And even if it came from a guy, who knows? Maybe he had it on all Shabbat. You don't know for sure that he that he lit it on Shabbat. So therefore, uh, half half has rove study more, more opportunities for heter than isur, and that's enough to be mutan. What are you you're making a beracha on this flame that's yes. far away? And what benefit is okay, it giving you? Okay, that's a good question. 
That's a good question. It has to obviously be large enough of a flame that you're benefiting from it. You could still see it. Yeah, definitely it's a large enough flame that you're able to look at your fingernails and use it to differentiate. Whatever, yes, 100%. Tanur Banan. Hayam Alech Chutz Lekrach. Ra'at Chinoch Babukabi Ado. And you see a kid carrying a torch. Bodek Akrav. Im Yisrael Hu Bivarech. Im Goyen Bivarech. That's what it says. Check whose flame is it. My ear tinok, afilu gadol nami. Why not? If you have an adult, go check. We're talking about right after sunset. Gadol, if it's an adult, mucha milta devadai goyhu. You don't even have to check. Because if it's right after sunset, no Jew would be carrying the candle. But a tinok, emra Yisrael hu ikribinakid. A kid, maybe by mistake, he took the torch. But we're, therefore, we're just giving you a. A uh, tip, don't waste your time. If it's at sunset and you see a g- adult walking, assume it's a girl. You're walking outside the city on a Motzei Shabbat. If it's very thick, I'll explain what this means in a moment. Like the opening of, the, uh, of an oven that they use for burning uh, plaster, furnace. If not, if not means that we'll see in a moment that you can only use a light that was turned on for light. That means if your wife turned the oven on, let's say Shabbat to fry a scrambled egg. Okay? And stovetop. Stovetop. And you want to now go say bore more eggs in the stovetop? You can't use it. Tanur. One brighter says you could use the light of a furnace. Rashi explains at the beginning of the burning, you're not burning it for light. Towards the end of the burning, you're burning it for life. Some explain because you want to see what's going on inside. So you want you want it there to be able to peek inside and see what's going on. Or shall tanur b'shokrayim, the light coming out of an oven, mivarchim alav. Tani em mivarchim alav. Lokash yahabit tichila habesof. Again, it depends. The beginning and the end. In the beginning, it's not there for light. In the end, it is there for light. Tani chada. Or shall beta knesset, shall beta midrash mivarchim alav. You could use the light of a shul or a bet midrash. Tani idach em mivarchim alav. That means what was it lit for? Is the light in the shul there for light? For the light in the shul there for other reasons. That means, for example, let's say in the days of old you had one of these yard site things over there. Are those light on the yard site things there for light or for kavod? They're there for kavod. They're not there for light. They're there for yard site. They're not there for light. They're there for kavod. So hadi adam chashu. The second bright is talking about when there's an adam chashu that came to town and therefore they used to add extra lights in his honor. They're not they're not lights for see we we'll call it fire for light. It's not fire for light. It's fire for kavod. Hadalekam adam kashuv. There's no adam kashuv, so then it's there to light. Ibayrema habahadik adam kashuv. Both cases are talking about where there's adam kashuv. Volkash hadika chazana. Hadaleka chazana. There used to be a man who was called a chazan, who was the misader, the gabai that used to stay in shul and eat there. And when he's there, even though it's adam kashuv. But since he's going to be having a suda there, it was lit for him as well. 
Ibaide Bahama Abdi Kakazana. Loka Shadika Sierra in the case where there was moonlight, and therefore he could have eaten from the moonlight, so therefore it was there for the Adam Khashul and not for him. Hadalaika Sira, there's no moonlight, so obviously it was lit for him also. Bottom line, you have to decide it was lit for light or if it was lit for cover. Yeah. Tanur Banan. Hayoshim Beta Midrash. They're sitting in Beit Midrash. We have you all of them. We're talking about Say Shabbat. Beit Shemayim Rim Kol Achad Bechad Mevarech Latzmo. Why? Because uh, we want a lot of amens. Beit Hillel Omrim Echad Mevarech Lekulam Mishum Rov Am Hadrat Melech. So Beit Shemayim says everyone makes their own beracha, and Beit Hillel says Rov Am. So one beracha, one person is doing it for everybody else. Bishlam Beit Hillel Mefresh Tama. They said their reason. They said their reason. They want Rovam. Why does he not want to have one beracha for everybody? If one person says that everyone's going to have to stop together and sing to listen to him, it's going to disturb with the learning. So therefore, we all want to disturb the learning. And therefore, we'd rather have small groups rather than large groups. Because large groups are going to make an interference with the learning. They wouldn't say Gesundheit in, in a class because it's disturbing. It's in the middle of learning now. Don't, don't interfere. That's why uh, it's brought down uh, in the deer shoe. If you're middle of learning and, uh, and someone's saying amens, you shouldn't answer them. Don't say, answer amen while you're learning because you're learning. The most important thing is learning. Don't interfere. Okay, next. If you're learning and you hear someone standing next to you and he's saying amen, saying no, a says, do not answer amen, it's going to disturb your place. Don't don't disturb learning. I'm just telling you what the Shevet Levi says. I'm not telling you what, uh, what everyone does. Praying also, he says. If it's going to disturb your learning or praying, do not answer amen. That's the Shevet Levi. Okay. Okay, whatever. That's, that's what uh, Diane Wozniak says. Okay, we're not going to get into details now. Onward. shall That means you have a candle that's there in a funeral procession. You have not for the light. You have a, you have bismim that's there at a funeral procession. My tama ner lekavod hudavida. This candle is there for kavod. And again, it has to be something that was there for light. The Basamim were put there to get rid of the odor and the stench. And we need something that's specifically there to smell, not to remove stench. That means these candles that will be there, whether it was a night funeral or a day funeral, that's set in the procession, even by a day funeral, they have those same candles. Means the way to tell is to go to this funeral pail and he says, yeah, the standard is we got ten candles. That, that's built in. That's in the price. Ten candles, day or night. You want to have a night funeral, we'll add to twenty. It's an extra fee. So those ten candles that are set for the the official day night all funerals, that's clearly for the kavod. Amarav. That means. The Febreze, it's called. Yeah. So 
that air freshener that's there for the bathroom to remove the bad odor. That, right, spray. So if you sprayed, you happen to spray your, a room for the bad odor thing, now you got a little on your hand. Say, oh great, I got no bismillah, let me smell the Febreze on my hand. You can't because that was sprayed for the purpose of getting rid of the stench. Is that true? That if it's not put there for smelling purposes, you walked into a funeral, not funeral, you went to a fragrance place, but they and you smell the smell. You make it once. But bottom line is, in the in the fragrance store, you're making a beracha. That's not there to smell. It's there to attract customers. Still, it wasn't there to smell. When I says no, in it was there to smell. People, he wants people to smell it so that they'll come and buy. Now, um, you smell the smell. Now, as we mentioned in the Mishnah, there's a problem with Bissamim of Goyim because of Avodah Zarah. In Rov Goyim, Enu Varech. In Rov Yisrael, Varech. If you also feel Rov Yisrael, Nami Varech, Nei Shebenot Yisrael, Mekatrot L'Keshafim. It means even in those, in those days, there was a fear of, of Jewish girls, as you see in Navi, lighting for witchcraft. And therefore, even a Jewish city, you might have the fear of the uh, witchcraft. What do you mean? The majority of Jewish girls? Come on. What's going on over here? We have a mi'ut that's doing for kishuf. There's another portion that's doing it for other non-smelling purposes. So therefore, in the average Jewish town, the majority was not for smelling. Because odds are, it was not for smelling. These smells were there, uh, just it was just telling you the nature of these two towns where they used to uh, light incense in order to put fragrance into their clothing. Now you could ask yourself, it sounds like it's a smelling, but it seems right. like it's not really for smelling, it's more for... Uh, <laughs> Deodorizing, right. What? Okay. Okay. Maybe. If you had a desire to smell, you went out of your way to smell. Because you're enjoying Avodazara. Period. Next, you have to benefit from it. Now we're gonna have a machloket over here. Rabbi number one says, When we say benefit, we don't mean literally benefit. It doesn't mean literally benefit. If it's strong enough that if you would be standing next to it, you would be able to make a bracha. That means it's a kind of candle. If you were standing by it, it could, even though you're far away. You don't have to be nearby. Metive. 
You had a candle that was, we're going to assume will be in some kind of protective thing that was under your, uh, whatever, under your armpit, let's say. Lit. Lit. O panas, or was in kind of lantern. Or you saw the shalhevet and you didn't benefit from the light. That means, we'll see what that means. What does it mean? You saw the candle, the flame, you didn't enjoy from it. Or you enjoyed it but didn't see it. You need two things. You've got to see the flame and enjoy the light. So when it's covered up or in these kind of cases you can't see the flame. Now, I got a case where I benefit from the light even though I didn't see the flame. Some guy's standing on a corner. And he's got a torch. You see the light coming out of the torch, but you can't see the torch. You can't make a benachah. That I got. What's the case where you saw the flame and you didn't enjoy? You saw it and didn't benefit. They're assuming now it was dark and you were far enough away that you can't benefit from it, even though you saw the flame, but you couldn't benefit. It didn't give you any benefit. That means I could see a flame from afar, but it doesn't gain. It doesn't benefit me. I can't use it. So that's not like these rabbis that said that if the flame is bright enough that you'd be close to it, I don't care if you're far. Look, on the Ami of Aslan, it says you saw the flame and couldn't benefit. Meant that it was a dim. Dim coal it was getting dim and you couldn't benefit from it. But if it was inherently a big flame and you were far, they're still going to stick to their guns that you could. This is still team one that says you don't have to literally benefit. Which is a slow coal. But they're still they're still uh, whispering. Glowing, let's say. Omamot, if they're slightly put out, ain't vachim alehem. Echidami lochashot, what is this level of lochashot? Amar of Chizda, kol shilu machnis the tochan kisam, if you put a little thin piece of wood there, vadolekat meilen, it will ignite on its own, that's still considered lit enough. Yibayalahu, the team that called it omamot, the example of omamot, which is dimmer, is it omamot with an olive or omamot with an iron? So you see it with an iron. which is team two, No, when it says benefit, it means literally benefit. You can't make a beracha on it unless you're close enough that you'll benefit. Come, what's called close enough to benefit? You can differentiate between two coins that are close. Let's say. Uh, a dime and a, and a, I don't know, those are, those, are, those are both different sizes. Let's say a dime and a penny, I don't know, and it's dark. Also two different kinds of weights that were close. Okay, so we have a machloket, and we hold like the second opinion, you have to actually benefit. Now again, there's a discussion, actual benefit means what if, the, like he said, the lights are on. If the lights would be off, I would be able to tell them between the two coins. Now the lights are on, so it's not really doing anything for me. Is that enough or not? That's why you have those that are machmir to turn the lights off. Right? You do it in your kitchen, maybe you're not getting anything out of it. To show if the lights were off, you would get anything out of it. Is that enough or not? Okay. 
Rav Yudah that said previously could be far away, he would make a beracha on something that was far away. Rav Amrech at the Beit Gurya Bar Chama, he would do it something close. Rav Amrech at the Beit Bar we're not sure if it was close, was close or far, but both the previous rabbis would follow their opinion, and one would do it close, one would do it far. Okay. Um, another halacha about the the the, the beracha Moreh don't make yourself crazy if you don't have a candle. It's not like a, it's not a mitzvah, so to say. It's a hodah. If you have it, you have it. But uh, if you don't, you know, we'd like you to do it, but you don't have to do it. It's like uh, do you have to try to hear thunder and lightning. Mahadrana. I used to go searching for. Huh? I used to go searching for for light on Saturday night. Came in the Mishamani Lahadar Bidama Rab Ananamilomadrana Ali Yimikli the male Vakina. Okay, so the rabbi said he didn't make himself crazy. Machloket Bishakakh. I'm sorry, I skipped the line Mishakal dot dot dot. We talked about Beit Shemayim Beit Hillel about you left your spot and now it's time to say Berkat Mazon and you didn't say in the right spot. And they argue if you have to go back or not. is when you forgot. If you purposely left, It says said the word Maybe it, with the machloker is both. I tell you shachach. Why did I mention shachach? Well, diacha kochan the Beit Shemai to tell you how far Beit Shemai goes. Even shogeg you have to go back. But maybe maybe Beit Hillel holds that you don't have to go back by Mezid either. Kamash Malanda, no, they're only arguing about shachach. Tanya, Amar lahem Beit Hillel Beit Shemai. Ludivrechem, mi shachal barosh abira. Someone that ate in a on the top of the Empire State Building. The guy would have forgot a wallet on the top of the Empire State Building. Loyal, he's not going to go back and get it. He goes up for his own honor. If he's going back for his money, go back for God's There were two students. One was machir like Beit Shammai, and the Rishonim asked, "I thought you now you machir like Beit Shammai." He says, "No, because since Beit Hillel in theory agrees that it's a nice thing to go back, he went back to Bikat Mazon. He found the gold gold coin. He did not go back to Mezid, not following even Beit Hillel." Okay. Rab, meaning he 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 was he did not go back like Beit Hillel says on a Mezid case. Right, right. I'm saying he he followed Beit Hillel's not going back on a Mezid case. Rab Barachana bekazil b'shirata, famous story. Rab Barachana was going on a chariot. Achal, he ate Bishlin, he forgot to say Brikat Mazon. And now, 
They moved on. They moved on. Amar, what am I going to tell the guys? I want to go back. No one's got to wait for me. Who cares where you are? God's everywhere. I'm going to say, I forgot a gold dove. I had a gold, little gold dove statue. And I forgot it. And then they agreed to go back. I'm a little interly than Shai Yonadahava. Please, guys, wait for me. I forgot my, uh, forgot my gold bird. Azul Barich, he went back, and not only did he go back, but Ashkak Yonadahava, there was, God rewarded him. And even though he sketched, there was a gold bird there. He's a lone Jew with a bunch of Goyim. He's going back to find his, his thing. He was alone. Why did God reward him with the Yonah? The Mitili Knesset Yisrael Yonah. The Jewish people are compared to Yonah. The Chtiv Kanfei Yonah Nechbab Akesef Levroteh Briak Rakharutz. My Yonah in itself the Beknafeha. The dove saves itself either by running away or by fighting with its wings. Af Yisrael in itself El Mitzvot. An Ematayhu. How far can I wait? And still say Bikatamazon. The Mishnah says until it's digested. Kama Shiur Ikul. What is considered the time of digestion? As long as you're not still hungry. As long as you're still thirsty after you're eating. Which, if I remember correctly, is longer. Amalei Rav Yemar Bar Shlami Lamar Zutra Ba'amri La Rav Yemar Bar Shizmi Lamar Zutra Mi Amar Shlakish Hachi Do Shlakish really say this? Ba'amar Vami Amar Shlakish Kama Shiri Kul What is the amount of time for digestion? Kedei Laloch Arba Milin It's four meal The amount of, which is seventy-two minutes Lo Kasha Kan Ba'chila Muruba If you ate a lot then you have seventy-two minutes and you have a shorter one when you ate less. You have the shiur of thirst. Tulsa is going to switch the, which is longer, which is shorter. So depending on the size of the meal, that's the amount of time it takes to digest. Again, that's in the world of Reish Lakish. Rabbi Yochanan says, He doesn't differentiate between big and small. And Tulsa says, since the smallest amount, he believes is 72 minutes is the smaller amount. So therefore, since we don't know how to figure out digestion, so therefore, since the shortest amount, even for the smallest meal, is 72 minutes, that's where 72 minutes came from. Okay, Balam Yayin, wine came after the meal, whole story. And now, the end of the Mishnah was talking about answering an Amen. Um, answering an Amen. It talked about, you heard a partial Berachah. So he said, you can't make a berakha on a goy unless you heard the whole berakha. On kut, unless you heard the whole berakha. But maybe do you mean to say, the Yisrael afagav the lo shema kula berakha on It sounds like only the kuti, you don't make an amen on a half a berakha. But a Jew, you do. How you fulfill your obligation if you only heard a half a berakha, even by a Jew? We're not talking about yotzeh with them. You heard a half a berakha, from a guy making a berakha on a glass of water, you weren't planning on drinking a glass of water. You're just listening to him. So you heard after Beracha, answer Amen on a Jew, don't answer Amen on a Kuti. Okay, so that's the end of the Mishnah.
Hamalei Rabchia, Hamalei Rabchia, Rabchia, Berei, Berei, my son, Chatofu Barech, Luchen Avunu Lebrei, Chatofu Barech, which means when they give you the opportunity for kosher berchat hamazon, you be the one to be motzi the people. You mean to say that it's better to say the Barachah and the Ensign Amen? But Tanya B'yosi Omer, Gadol only Amen, Yotem and Amavarech, the Amen is greater. Amen Arai, Hashemayim Kenu. Teda, Shedgurian, Yodin Midgarim, Mlachamavi, Gaburin Yodin Midsrim. The, the, um, lower soldiers start the war and the, the, the higher ranker ones finish it off. So, over here the Amen is like finishing it off and therefore it's on a higher level. Raz is Tanaya, it's a Machloka Tanaim. The Tanya, you have another bride that says, Echad Mavarech, Echad Omer, Mashma. El Shimamarim, Lemavarech, Yotemononi, Amen. That we reward the fellow that said, Beracha, faster. So according to this one, we're saying that there's an advantage in the Mavarech, more than the Amen. And therefore, depending on that, what's better, the Beracha or the Amen? Baimne Shmuel Mirav. Malanech, the Amen, Achar, Tikanot, Shabet Rabban. When you answer Amen, if the kids who are practicing to learn when they're not eating, they're just practicing Berachot in school. Because they're just doing it for, for practice and they're not actually eating. That's in the case where they're not actually doing something. In that case, they're giving Haftarah. Only means if they actually got Aliyat Maftir and making a Beracha, then you could answer Amen. Means you could answer Amen to a kid when he's eating, you can't answer Amen to a kid when he's practicing. Tanurabanan, Shemen, they used to put oil on their hands to clean their hands at the end of the meal. After my That means you can't do Bekatamazon until you did that final stage of cleaning, if that's what you did. Divi Rav Zilai. Rav Zivai Omer it's not makeh. Rabach Omer Shemen told, if you have good oil, if they used to put on their hands, makeh. Again, you shouldn't, until you finish the cleaning process of your hands, whatever you're using, don't make perkat amazon. Rav Zomai Omer Kashem Shemizuham Pasul Avodah, just like someone who's sweaty, should not be working in the Beit HaMakdash. Kakadayim Mizuhamot, someone that has hands that are dirty and unclean with a bad smell, is pasul for perkat amazon. Amar Nachman by Yitzchak, no. I don't know any of these rabbis means I don't agree with them. I know a, I know a brighter. The word Vitkadashtem tells me you got to do Maim Rishonim before bread. That refers to Bissamim at the end of the meal. So, you see from here, Mayim Achronim you need to do. And then after the Mayim Achronim, they put this extra thing, but it's only clear then. So it sounds like over here, he has a Mishnah. It sounds like he might be agreeing with them, but he has a source in the Pasuk. So it sounds like now he is saying that you do have to uh, add these extra things as well if you're used to doing them. But it's not clear, because it ends off in saying Zeshem and Atov, so it sounds like Yeah, this is the source of my name. It sounds like at the end, what? No, he had both. They had both. They had both.